Welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast. Straight talking ideas to grow your business. Hello and welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast. My name's John Lawley and as you can see, Andrew and Georgia are having a little bit of time out but they'll be back with us next time. Now, just a big thank you to everyone who has been supporting the podcast, listening along and subscribing, which you can do on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you very much for your support. Um, If you have any ideas um, of of different things that you would like to see featured on the podcast, then please do get in touch at hello at marketingsimplified.co.uk. Also as well, if you would like to feature on the podcast, please get in touch with us again. You can do that by the website, marketingsimplified.co.uk, or just drop us a line on the email address at at hello at marketingsimplified.co.uk. Now, today's episode uh, is with two young guys who run their own fitness business. Now, they're both personal trainers. Um, We've known them for quite some time um, within different networking groups in North London. Um, and it's a very interesting episode that goes through the um, strategies they use within their business to grow it and also to manage to keep the people that they're working with energised and also in the right frame of mind. There's a lot of really good points, I think, in there um, which uh, help you have a look at people's frame of mind and also their mental health, which, of course, is a big issue um, if you are working by yourself um, or if you're in a small team. So let's go straight into it. Well, hello and uh, welcome again. So we are very privileged to have Izzy and Sandy with us. Welcome, guys, to the Simplified Marketing Podcast. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Uh, yeah, so we are Izzy and Sandy from Evolve Coaching and Fitness. Um, we're personal trainers by trade and we run a personal training business. Um, so a little background on us. Um, All together, we've got about, I'd say, between us, how many years in the industry? I know I've got eight. Um, you got? I've been doing it since I was 18, so about 12 years. 12 experience. years. Oh, so, yeah, so, so yeah, he's just, uh, <laughs> just a bit there. And yeah, so we work with a range age, of different yeah. clients from people dealing with weight loss issues, um, helping them with that, with their weight loss journey, as well as um, people that have um, suffered injuries, so rehab, rehabilitation, um, as well as working with people on their nutrition. Um, and we've got a team of coaches that we work with as well. Um, we run group sessions. So all the areas of within fitness and health we like to cover, basically. So how did you guys get started? Why fitness? Um, for me, it was more just, I was always into sports. I was always into, um, and I was intrigued by what makes a person better, what makes a person faster. So the route that I wanted to go down was, and I'm still working towards is strength and conditioning. So working with athletes and fine tuning, okay, if this person wants to get stronger, if this person wants to get more powerful, if this person wants to jump higher, what needs to be done within their training program, within their eating, within their nutrition to allow that to happen? Um, How about you, Sandy? Well, (laughs) funny you ask. (laughs) So, yeah, so I was uh, playing football semi-professional when I was was 17 um, and I dislocated my kneecap. So I took a year out. To, to play football and um, I got injured so I couldn't afford to go and see a physio on a regular basis I had to kind of start looking into how to do it um, how I could rehab myself back and um, from there I kind of just got into like the enjoyment of kind of going through the whole rehab process and seeing myself progressing forward um, and then I got a job in the gym um, as I was doing my degree so I got a degree in sports and exercise science um, and yeah I just enjoyed helping people 
get from a stage where you know they were injured to recovering and a lot of those clients have actually taken on to further their goals as well so I really enjoyed again like Izzy said the progression of helping someone through the physical as well as the mindset aspect of things of be it an injury or be it weight loss just getting that progression through it's quite a buzz for us to be honest yeah yeah putting yeah. someone on, on back on the right track so yeah how do you guys <clears throat> meet if you don't mind me asking uh, just working together yeah so we've worked together now we're working both our separate businesses um, as personal trainers and it almost just collided just through synergy um, so working for ourselves and then just bringing our brains together really and looking at how we could develop and grow our business and make it one and since then yeah, it's going alright so far yeah so I think we've both got a similar thought process when it comes to training methods and how we like to deal with clients and um, the ideas that we've got going forward so mm. I think it just made natural sense for us to you know two ha four hands are better than two right yeah. so um, if we're all if we're both on the same page then it'll be make sense for make sense for us to go forward together and um, yeah just try and make the most of it yeah. I love that because you often find that when you meet a competitor, mm. people might get their backs up initially yeah. and they're like, oh no, we can't like, you know, they're yeah. the, the evil one. It's but it's, it's you see it quite a lot in the fitness industry and mm. I really have a lot of respect for that, where mm. you guys come together and then collaborate and actually mm. that can be more powerful, right? Like yeah. for your own businesses and how you can grow together. Yeah, we definitely, is, there was always a case of Sandy always brought something different to the table and I always brought something different to the table and we were quick to see that straight away and we saw that it complements each other, um, our strengths and weaknesses almost complement each other and it made sense just to move forward together as well. Well, obviously you're on the uh, Simplified Marketing podcast, right? So we're all about helping other businesses and, you know, learning from each other. But obviously when you guys first combined and created your business, talk to us about the branding part of it, you know, how, how that came about and where where you started, as in what you what thought process you had before you jumped into that area for your business. Um, so the whole brand being Evolve, it stems from uh, the strap line almost, Evolve will be extinct. And it became just a relevant thing to attach onto in terms of what we do. Um, if you're not willing to develop, if you're not willing to evolve, then the progression isn't going to come in, which then ties into the whole extinct aspect. So in terms of the name and, and the branding, it was all to do with, okay, what is it, what are we trying to attract and what are the type of people that we are trying to attract? Um, we're very big on, um, we're a product of our environment and we wanted to create an environment. So we wanted the name to portray that in Evolve or Be Extinct. Um, in terms of the logo and everything attached to it, um, it was just a case of portraying something that is what we're trying to say, but it's a weird way of putting it in terms of what we're trying to get people. I see as almost what we're trying to evolve into, like yeah. a, di a different breed, something that you wouldn't imagine yourself getting to. And when people look at the logo, there's always a debate on, is it a lion? Is it a bear? Is it a wolf? <laughs> and that's what we like about it, right? And we like people to, to question it because it can be what you want it to be, basically. Because you had an awesome designer behind yeah, you, right? 100%, yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. No I idea. It's, it's, quite, it's quite important to realise as well that at each stage of our life, we need to evolve to a, a different person to who we are. So what may require, uh, for example, someone to lose weight requires an evolution of how they think, how they train, how they eat. 
Same if someone's trying to recover from an injury. It requires them to evolve their mindset, how they think, um, how they're eating, again, how they're training. So I think it, it really does stem down to we kind of want to represent what evolve means and we want our clients to represent what evolve means. So there's a deeper meaning to it than just, mm. you know, evolve. It's okay, come with us and evolve. Mm. And is that a problem you see kind of in the mainstream, I suppose, mm. media in the United Kingdom, definitely in the United States, where it's just this kind of lose weight quick type campaign? Oh, yeah, massive. It's a, it's a big problem. It's something that where everyone in the fitness industry that, is try, that are in it for the right reason, they're always <clears> battling it. And it's, it's just always there. Unfortunately, we live in an era where everyone wants something quick. So it's almost like people... Businesses are just giving people what they want, but really it's not there's no longevity in it And that's what we're trying to portray and what we do is it's longevity. It's about okay It's not just about tomorrow. It's not about just about losing the first 10 kilos is what happens after that I mean is the, are you gonna be able to stick to that thing that got you to lose that 10 kilos in two weeks? If not, these are the risks that come with it. So that's what we're trying to it's, it's always a thing that you're fighting and how does this all link to um, mindset, state of mind? So um, I think it's important to understand that when people are going through something, um, they need to really shift the way they think. So the way we look at it is for us to come together as, as we have, we've had to shift our mindset. Like you said, you know, mm -hmm. normally it's, there's competition between trainers. So we've been through our own battles like for example with food with training with injuries like how we started in, in in our business so it's almost like taking that experience and helping our clients then walk through that same journey so i like to think of it as we're not we're not the donkey carrying up the hill but we're the sherpa <laughs> we're the sherpa guy <laughs> right that's that's you the word like. you put a lot of um obviously time and energy mm. into your brand message yeah. obviously a lot of time and energy in your actual brand in terms of design stuff mm. as well do you feel that that's really helped you attract the kind of clients that you've wanted to work with as well um, in, in branding and looking at all this time in your, in your business to attract those? You're getting the kind of clients that you want now that you've created all those kind of messages. Yeah, and just making sure that what we put out there, as well as the branding, but as well as ourselves, whether it be social media, supports it as well. Um, the branding definitely helps. It gives off the message, but then it's a case of, what retains the clients afterwards is making sure that we're, we're authentic and we stick to it mm -hmm. in terms of what, what, what we portray in the brand as well. So yeah, definitely. I thought it was really interesting because you mentioned social media there and mm. we've done, we talked a lot in various different episodes about social media, mm. um, but I know that you, run one, you ran one specific uh, Facebook campaign. Mm. Could yeah. you talk us through how all that worked? Yeah, so <clears throat> what we set up was, um, it was, when was it we set up? It was September, yeah, September, September. September last year. So we set it up in September, which was a campaign to help someone, almost like a competition. So we put it out there, we put out a landing page um, to say, okay, we're putting together an eight month transformation to help someone that really needs it. So within eight months, we're gonna give this person our time for free, whether it be personal training, nutrition, whatever they need from us in those eight months. And we put it out there, we got them, the people to sign a petition, fill out a questionnaire for, for us to gather information. And then by the end of it, we interviewed sort of the top 10 that we thought um, would benefit from it the most. 
and then to the point where we chose someone that we're working with now and we are six months in with that now yeah wow how's it gone there so far really good so far yeah he's on track phil um is his name so it's on our instagram and our facebook uh, phil's journey so we are now five uh, five six months in and he's lost coming up to 20 kilos now he's lost all together wow yeah, yeah so really good you so, mentioned i was just gonna say you mentioned that 10 that you kind of whittled it down to to then sort of review how mm. did you get to that stage like to sort of filter down to find the person you felt you i think we, well, we sat down and we kind of looked at um each individual and what they said their reasoning was it was for wanted to apply for it and then we decided that these are the ones that we feel um will 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 be the best in terms of us being able to guide them you know um and then it was just a case of then the interview and we sat down with them really asked those uncomfortable questions so it wasn't just a case of who was the heaviest no 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 not a, it was not a, actually not who do we yeah, feel yeah. we could work with yeah. Yeah. yeah so because i think that the important thing is that you know you're working with someone who is willing to kind of take those steps along with you mm. um so that's the whole point of the interview process is okay yes these candidates are good but will they work well with us with the guidance that we give them and will they even take that guidance on yeah and, and that, that's what we 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 want to really get out of the interview process how many applications did you get in total in total we got between 35 to 40 applications and mm. we narrowed it down to 10 from there um, and another thing we wanted to touch on was the person's why, why they wanted mm. to do it. What mm, was exactly. the reason? Like, yeah, people were <clears> just, <throat> just there, just a generic sort of answer of they just want to lose weight for an event. And there was people that were there like, this would change my life. Mm. Like, I need this. And that's really what we wanted, just so that we could show people, as well as helping that person, we want to show people the pros and cons and the ups and downs of what goes on in a weight loss journey. Not necessarily just a showcase of our ability, but it's not a case of for eight months it's going to be everything goes well, 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 well. There's going to be times where you're going to feel rough. There's going to be times where you're not going to feel like training. You're going to want to eat things. And we want to get that across to people so that they're not demotivated when they go on their own journey as well. So kind of like a diary then. It's yeah. Like, you know, this is where it got more, most painful. Well, this is where we tried to get them to vlog it as well. So it's, we want people to understand it's not a linear path, mm. but it's more of a you know, up, down, up, down. And it's just about understanding what the downs are so we can understand better what our clients go through, number one. And it shows people out there, actually, you know, you may be going through something similar and this may help you in overcoming that as well. So it's it's almost like a motivational, inspirational tool as well. Um, so, in, yeah. In terms of a marketing perspective as well, when we put it on mm -hmm. social media, What's allowed sort of our Instagram followers to do is they feel a bit more close to us and to feel where mm. they will message us and they'll ask questions and they'll interact with the whole journey as well. So in on that side of things, it's been great. Mm. So we feel like we've got a close relationship with the people that are following us and are watching it all. I love that then. So you're kind of documenting this guy. Mm. He's a regular, regular process or campaign within your social media mm. and you've actually got people who are actually following see how is he getting on yeah yeah, yeah. it's a bit like yeah. you know different radio shows like laura's diaries which is on radio one yeah. ages and ages ago things like mm. that it's a pretty amazing journey for that guy to go through well just just for i know people will ask us from a technical point of view how did you put all that together what were the steps you had to put in place so first thing was um just getting the landing page together 
which you didn't hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, I saw yeah. you was looking for the plan. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the uh, first was getting the landing page and getting everything set up in terms of what we're going to put to get people's attention on it. Yeah. Um, we did that um, and then we done it through sponsored posts, through Facebook um, and Instagram, just to get it in front of as many people as we can, which then when they followed the landing page, they filled out the questionnaire, then led to the email and the, the data all coming through to us which then led us to then navigate through that and then take our pick on who we wanted to choose from. If I remember rightly, you guys handled things like the sponsored posts, the advertising within Facebook and Instagram yourself. Yes. That's something you guys learned how to do. So, you know, that should be a motivation for everyone else out yeah. there looking to do things like that. Yeah. Trial and error, I imagine, yeah. oh, but yeah. getting there and you've got oh, results. Yeah, because yeah, just from doing it this time is something that we'll do again. And if we do do it again, we know for a fact that we could hit even more people just yeah. from, like you said, the experience of playing around with it ourselves. And thing you, I think, when when you understand to do when you're doing the advertising the, and the sponsored posts, you understand a little bit better how to hit your audience and actually who your audience is. And we've, like I said, I think we've understood a lot more who our audience is now. So actually talking to them when we're actually doing our posts now has has actually helped us to reach out to them a little bit more. So, so leading on from that, yeah. obviously, like you guys have lots on your plates. I know you do mm. home sessions, mm. you go into the gyms as well. Obviously, you're great because you understand all the social media and you're doing your marketing and stuff. How do mm. you, like, balance all of this? Like, you're young chaps, I know you're fit <laughs> yeah, and healthy, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's a lot to be doing, right? Like, how do coffee, you balance yeah. your... <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of caffeine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, how do you balance your time? organization I think is the the main thing um, with what we do um, majority of the time in terms of in regards to a peak personal training session it's not necessarily the hour or on my side it will be more sort of the programming and we've got a good structure in terms of that so in terms of the back end of our business when we design programs for people we've got a system now where we only have the program sort of every three months for all our clients so straight away that saves us a lot of time to work on other things um, we have a few other coaches that we work with as well um, and that's something that we want to grow more of so that we could delegate but it's, it just boils down to just organisation and time mm. management and mm. just making sure that you're prioritising your time on the right things mm. I mean we sit down every week and we kind of go through what's priority mm. and mm. what each of us needs to work on so that we're making sure that we're getting everything done um, be it programming, be it dealing with a specific client or even just you know dealing with a a problem that we may have with a client each mm. or what's going on with our business yeah. so just keep on top of yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah discussing what opportunities that we're going to target mm. this month and just having specific things that like our clients and the personal training is going to always be there and mm. something that we're just we're doing a good job in maintaining and growing and then in the time that we do have is okay what's the next step what else do we need to focus on mm. um what's going to grow our business now what's going to offload a bit of work off us and it's just about priority using each other to mm. delegate that i love the accountability really pushing each other along so yeah. so would you say that what would you say then is something that is uniquely evolve uniquely, uniquely evolve, evolve. Uniquely evolved. That was <laughs> something that is unique to evolve, evolve. that okay. you would bring through. Oh, damn. What is unique to evolve? I think... Um, I'd say it's the way we are with our clients. Mm. I think when we speak with our clients, it's, it's not just that you do what we say. 
we really try and listen to what they're saying mm. and then kind of guide them the right way from there. Because it's easy for us to sit here and say, okay, you've got to do everything our way. But realistically, if you've got kids, you know, if you've got, uh, you know, two businesses to run, if you're busy all the time, really and truly our way may not work for you. So it's about us being collaborative with our clients and how we can understand to find a solution that works for them and for us to find better solutions for them to work forward if they do have a busy life or if they do have two or three businesses, you know. Um, and I'd say, it, it's again, it comes down to us just trying to understand our clients a little bit more and really trying to connect with them. And I think in terms of how we want our business to grow, what will make us unique is that quality that Sandeep touched on is we only want our business to grow into other avenues within maintaining that quality. Mm. So whether it be us doing group sessions now, which we've started, it's about, okay, we want to do group sessions, but one thing that we're big on in personal training is things like making sure that technique is addressed, things uh, making sure that um, we're reducing any injury rates. How do we do that in a bigger group session? Yeah. How do we make sure that these guys are coming into the session and getting results, and which we've done through WhatsApp groups and, mm -hmm. and having communities? If we want to go into the online coaching spectrum, okay, we're going to do that, but... Again, it's all about making sure that we maintain that quality of what we deliver with our personal training because that's what's got us to where mm. we've got. If we then decide to just grow and start doing other things, we will just fall into the trap of just going into other things. We want to make sure that quality remains all the way through. The sustainability of mm. being able to do all these things, make progress forward, yet, you know, not hurt, like Izzy said, not hurting yourself or not, not going to extreme lengths to do things. We want to make sure that, you know, people can sustainably exercise, sustainably get better nutrition, um, mm. all while getting the results as well. It's like you've made like this tailor-made service for everyone, right? And we come back to where John was saying with mm. some of the American brands that like a get thin quick kind of scheme, like a get rich quick scheme. I guess that's the benefit with you guys. If clients are going to work long term with you, mm. like if they were just with you for a couple of weeks, you're not really getting an insight into their life. If you're working with someone months on end you're mm. getting to know their problems in their lifestyles, right? Yeah. And be able to then tailor and obviously give better results to the client, right? Yeah, I mean, it's in the name personal training. It's, it's personal. Like you have to, mm. you, for you to really get a result out of that person, you're going to need to know the ins and outs of what's going on. What, what are their limitations? Um, and what, what's stopping them? What's causing them to eat that thing that they're not meant to be eating? And it's just making sure that that's, that that relationship is maintained in all aspects of our business. Well, we touched on it earlier, and probably too early, because we had other questions we wanted to get through first. And it's probably my fault. It's always your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the schedule, John. Um, but is that is that the mind? Is that the human mind, realistically, that holds you back? To a degree, yes. Yeah. I mean, when you think about people doing things they do out of routine and habit right so it's about understanding what their current routines or habits are why they do things that the way they do them and then okay instead of saying stop doing that how can we replace it instead right rather than saying stop doing it what would be a habit that would serve you better so if it's for example you come home and tuck into biscuits all the time yeah, yeah. yeah. bonbons bonbons yeah. <laughs> love a bonbon um, take that <laughs> instead you want to think about okay what could I replace that with that would be better suited for what my goal is my goal is to lose weight really truly is having a bonbon or having a pack of bonbons really going to help 
Mm. Um, on the other side of it, you could look at, okay, how can you then work that bonbon into your calories so you're not restricting yourself? So again, it's just about finding the best way for someone to go forward um, and really hitting those habits and routines. So again, trying to understand what their life's like and how can we make it better that it's aiming still towards their goal of achieving what they want to achieve mm. without being too restrictive. So do you things like, you mentioned WhatsApp groups mm. and Facebook groups mm. as well. Yeah. Is that, like, is that a key part? Because I've seen that cropping up a lot mm. lots yeah. recently. I mean, for, for us, it's a way to keep uh, communicating and connection with our clients. Um, because the most important thing is keeping that line of communication and making sure that you're checking in with them once in a while. Because at, f- at first they need that little check-in just to, it's like almost like a bit of reassurance and then eventually just giving them the confidence to move forward. And I think our job is to instill people it with belief that they can do anything they want um, and then just empowering them with that. Because if you look at um, other um, meeting groups like um, mm. Weight Watchers and other things, one of the main things that keep people on track is the fact that they go to that meeting every week or every mm. two weeks. So it's just having <clears throat> that accountability. Mm. And if you're only seeing a personal trainer once a week, a lot can happen within yeah. those seven days. Whereas if you've got um, alongside of the personal training and you make it do it in a way where it works out um, within their budget where they could enter, let's say, a WhatsApp group, then they've got that accountability on a daily basis that they could talk to within that group or on a personal level with um, their trainer as well. So share what you've accomplished. And if the person wants to do that, then they're going to be more inclined to want to keep doing it's that. that confidence yeah. building. Mm-hmm. And I guess share their struggles as well, right? Yeah, exactly. So if they're in a, what's one of your WhatsApp groups or on your Facebook groups, they're out of the sort of prying eyes of the rest of the public, but they're speaking to other people that are struggling yeah. too, and they're building their own relationships, which is great for your brand and stuff as well, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. friendships are then mm-hmm. formed and they can help and support each other, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I suppose going back to the fear aspect, it's the fear of being judged for not doing something right. And I think going back to what makes Evolve unique is we try not to be too judgmental when people don't do things right. It's a case of, okay, let's look at this and see how can we help you moving forward so that this doesn't happen again and can we understand why this has happened. Mm -hmm. So, again, coming back to your question, yeah, fear does stop people from, you know, speaking what they want to speak Mm -hmm. or, or, or when they've done something wrong. But in these groups, we want to make it an open forum where okay if you're going through that there may be three or four other people that are going through exactly the same thing and we're in a space where we can all talk about it and maybe come to a solution that might work for everyone so by speaking out you're actually helping each other so that's why these groups are so good the accountability and the support is probably what it is really is that something Mm. obviously everyone sat here as a business owner Mm. okay and i don't know about you guys but when i first started out in business it's an incredibly lonely hmm. thing to be in. Yeah. And you've only got yourself, really, yeah. um, to kind of keep yourself going. There must be, I, I know from my own experience, but the mental health kind of issues of, oh no, someone has had an issue with something I've done. How do I get over that? That's kind of like a crushing blow at the beginning. It, it, uh, there must be aspects of what you guys do to help people build on that hmm. so they're stronger mentally hmm. to have to face those challenges. I say should be. Are there aspects of that that yeah. you guys build I mean, on? I mean, I think that's where training comes in because yeah. with our training, when you're training people, you're actually building up their mentality to face challenges daily. Um, so there's something you couldn't lift before and then about six weeks later, you're able to lift it. 
it's going to give you the confidence that you can overcome that challenge. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's, um, again, uh, we wouldn't necessarily say that it's something that we um, we can help people with, but it's definitely something we encounter. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I could, there's, we've got clients that have gone through it, that, that suffer from it, and all in terms of exercise and just movement in general, is something that they say that they echo is something that keeps them sort of gives them a bit of focus mm. and gives them something but um, to work towards but then at the same time it's understanding in our job you're gonna experience if you're if you're dealing with people that that have had a history of it they're gonna have ups and downs and it's just okay how do you approach that situation mm. as a coach as well um, are you gonna try just get as much out of them or is it a case of in this session we may just have to sit down and talk about what's going on and target sort of the eating or something else just as you may know that in that session they're just not going to get or they're not it's not going to be an enjoy, enjoyable experience for them and as a business it means that one that if they don't enjoy the experience they're less likely to come back but then in terms of helping them as well how, are, you, are you really helping them just by taking them through their session or does it make sense to just understand what the person's feeling right now before going ahead with it? And I guess in your line of work and in that environment when people come to you and they've got this goal that they want to be fitter and stronger and everything else, if there are mental challenges that are going on, you're in that environment where they probably are confiding in you sometimes, yeah. aren't they, right, yeah. with what's, yeah. what's happening. And like you said, you have to then tailor make your, your session or maybe yeah. even your whole course with them to bear all that in mind. So, like, how do you find that? In, do, in doing that as a, as a challenge for yourselves. I mean, that's the difference between being a personal trainer and a coach. Personal trainer is there just to kind of almost take you through the motions, but we like to coach people. Um, mm. How we overcome that is, I suppose, it's just coming from a place where we allow them to feel like they can feel these things around us and, 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 and um, approach us and maybe ask us for advice about things um, and just allowing them to open up. Um, I mean, it can be difficult at times because you might end up then talking for 15, 20 minutes of a session. Um, and yeah, coming from and coming from more of a sort of a background of strength and condition, when mm -hmm. working with athletes, they always say, never design a program in concrete. It's never designed in concrete, it's in wet cement. So an athlete might come one day and you might have a, a big session planned where you want them to lift heavy weights and do a big leg session, but they might have just had, let's say, a hockey game and their legs are feeling heavy. Do you have a conscious decision to make? Are you going to put them through that session just for the sake of it, or are you going to adapt and try to get something else? Mm. And it applies the same in, in that other aspect in terms of mm. if that person's coming in feeling low and down, are they really going to perform that well in that session you've got planned, or are you going to have to make a few tweaks so they come mm. out a bit better? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I suppose that's the most important thing is, like you say, tailoring to the individual that's in front of you. Be that training, be that, again, the conversation you need that, or even that advice towards nutrition. How does it work for this individual in front of us? So you guys must get very close. <laughs> These guys are, confi well, your, yeah. your clients are actually confiding in you quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. yeah. There's I'm, a lot of trust. Yeah. That you guys I mean, but that's something... I suppose going back to what makes Evolve unique is that we want to build relationships with our clients in terms of, okay, like, you know, we want to help you guys move forward. So there needs to be a level of trust there. Um, so I think it's, again, a unique part of what we do. And that's what makes us coaches, not personal trainers. Brilliant. So just the last question then. Can you give us, what was the, what's the, obviously 
take out any personal details, but is there a, a success story you could both take us through? Um, I think honestly, um, at the moment, the one to pay attention to would be Phil. Yeah. I think his story is amazing, and if you, um, and it's, it's an open book, do you know what I mean? And people can see it um, right from the very beginning when we interviewed him, and he explained, he was literally just open. And um, what he went through in terms of mental health and depression and losing family members to get him through down this rabbit hole and to now where he's slowly going. Yeah. So I think that journey alone is fantastic. Um, other journeys similar we've had, um, but the main thing, what we like to praise ourselves on is not so much what we do then within the eight months, but it's a case of okay, we've got this person to lose 30 or however many kilos in eight months, but then it's a case of when they finish with us, do they keep it off? So that's really um, what we like to get across mm. is whatever people come in and do with us, we, we get them to take it away with them and then to put into their life on their own as well. Brilliant. Well, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Thank, thank you very much for having us. That's all for this time. But don't worry, we'll be back with more soon. Stay tuned for new episodes at marketingsimplified.co.uk.